It is a beautiful night out here in the forest. Maybe you can hear some dripping sounds. Drip, drip, drip. That is the great melting that has gone on recently. Thank heavens I am able to get out of my house. I am T. You are listening to Burning Tarot. And our recent podcasts, we've been indoors a lot due to some health factors and some weather factors. But hurrah, huzzah! Uh, I've been out and about in the forest again, and we've just gotten a bunch of melting and now a nice, thin, cute, adorable, cold layer of white snow. I've got a little tiny amber reading light clipped clipped to my puffy jacket, and that's how I'm wandering around out here, enjoying the snow that's falling down, enjoying the snow that's on the ground. There's a a deer's spine on the ground in front of me amid the rocks. And you can hear my boots making squeaky noises on the snow. So, this is Burning Tarot, and our gig here is that we take a walk, usually, if possible, or do something else nature-y. A little nature walk to share with y'all. Often that's here in central Oregon, out in Deschutes National Forest. I live in a little housing area carved into that forest. And we wander among the ponderosa pines. We chit-chat about the natures and uh, the cardses. Yes, we pull a tarot card for each one. And this gives us a little guidance, a little something to focus on, think about. And um, gives us something to guide our way, just like this little amber light of mine. You know, it doesn't tell me how to live my life. It doesn't necessarily show me the right destination, but it gives me a wonderful little glow, you know? I can see things better, and I can maybe head out into a wider circle because I've got this light. So that's what we do with our card. Most of you are probably regular listeners for the last several years. Burning Tarot started uh, when the pandemic lockdowns started because I was concerned about my friends and tarot clients and now astrology clients who I knew were kind of stuck in apartments and cities and everything. Here I am luxuriating in the forest. So I wanted to share, you know, the nice natural goodness. That's how it started and we continue. I hope you're enjoying that squeaking boot sound in the snow. I'm kind of liking it. It's kind of obnoxious, though. Maybe I'll stop for a sec. Let's take a little breath. Wherever you are, just make sure that you're allowing your body to take it nice, big breaths. Like you, yourself, are a big old accordion. <clears throat> An accordion that's singing. It's making great noises in the world, even if they're invisible ones, unhearable ones, except for in your own mind. You're a bellows. You can breathe all the way down into your gut, into your butt, into your belly. <sighs> and these deep, deep breaths. You can do them slowly. You can do them quickly. You can do fancy yoga breaths, 
I learned all my breathing stuff from theater and um, vocal singing stuff when I was very young. This is back in the day when people in America didn't typically have breathing and meditation and yoga classes. So it was kind of freakish, those of us who did all these big breathing practices all the time. But they're so useful, and so now everybody gets a chance. I think that's nice. <sighs> so it's pretty out here in the snow. We've all had a chance to breathe. Bravo. Let's talk about our card. We have drawn a nice earthy card this week. I happen to love this card. And it's not just because I'm a Taurus and an earth puppy at heart. Well, maybe it is because of that. We have the Eight of Coins, or the Eight of Pentacles, if you prefer. There's probably a bunch of other tarot decks out there that you could find. You could call it the Eight of Thises or the Eight of Thats. We can just think of it as the Eight of Coins, the Eight of Earth. Our coins, or pentacles, are our Earth element in the tarot. Or tarot, you'll notice that I... I'm in favor of all the various pronunciations of everything. I don't want to leave anybody out. So yeah, tarot, tarot. <coughs> oh, I want to apologize in advance for ongoing coughing that may ensue. I have a lung condition. Go ahead and feel free to send me some good beams and vibes. Um, and I may have a funny sounding voice until we get this thing figured out. So, yep, eight of coins. Well, we were breathing, and then I was talking about my lungs and stuff. Um, so one thing the coins and the element of Earth always bring us back to is our bodies. Our bodies are a direct conduit to the Earth, and a conduit from the Earth up to the sky. So we can channel energies and we can do, you know, earth grounding, earthing meditations that deliberately, you know, give us a chance to luxuriate in and enjoy that connection we have to earth. We can pull energy from the earth up to the sky, to the element of air, up to our brains, up to our little thinky thought minds. So when we pull uh, when we pull our coins, this is a reminder to check in with reality, reality, the material kind, the, um, our, ha our house, our home might be implied as something to take a look at, or the house or home that we live in that is called our bodies, right? So that's one aspect of earth that we mustn't forget, our very fleshly, fleshy materiality. How's it doing? Are we doing the, are we doing that whole earth thing? Okay, good. We connect our energy to the larger earth energy and we remember that we're part of a great pulsing planet. All the little critters running around and all the other humans and us and the trees and the plants the mycelium connecting the soil, plant to plant, bug to bug, worm to worm. That's all us. This is pretty profound shit, if you stop and think about it. It's massive. It's massive. Uh, and it's kind of fun. 
when we're in the right mind state where we can say, yeah, this is a material place. I love this earth. Sure, we're screwing it up with all this environmental, you know, problemy stuff, capitalism, etc. But it's freaking gorgeous anyway. I'm looking right now, t- turning off my little amber light. I'm looking at stripes of, I guess it's hidden moonlight behind a cloud. And it's making these stripes from all the pine trees across the snow. This is gorgeous stuff. And this goes on regardless of whether I'm driving the wrong kind of car because I can't afford a $90,000 electric vehicle that you can use for towing out here in the middle of nowhere, right? You know, it balances out. The beauty is still happening despite me being an American, living in capitalism, driving a car. So, you know, I don't know. I think one can enjoy all of it, except except with an A. We can accept the fact that there are problems, that we contribute to those problems, but that we might be part of something bigger. And that bigger thing we can't necessarily we can't necessarily know what our role in it is when we pull a tarot card or we look at our astrology and there's like this profound earth influence going on it encourages us to get back there in our body get out into the world not necessarily the human world but the natural world if you've got access to that um there are many arguments Uh, against using the word nature or the natural world as a separate idea from ourselves. But you know what? It's convenient. I'm just going to say it. Go out in nature. You're part of it. Enjoy it. These, um, These earth indicators... Pardon my squeaky jackets, huh? Um... They're helping us remember to tune back in. Which is great fun, you know? And then the Eight of Coins in particular wants us to get our hands dirty, which is a lot of fun. So we are using the RWS or Smith Rider Waite tarot deck. This is that kind of classic, you know, sort of Golden Dawnish, early 20th century, insanely influential deck. And we typically on Burning Tarot, we will be using the Centennial Edition which is very nicely printed and has some extra cards thrown in there by uh, other illustrations by the wonderful illustrator Pixie. And that's what we're using today, tonight. And I'll take a picture of it for you, the Eight of Coins. I'm going to put it with some of my inks for I am in my other life, my day job, a writer. So that makes sense to me, along with a painting painted by my son. I hope you enjoy the little scenario. If you don't know where to find the photos when you're listening to Burning Tarot, pop on over to TiffanyLeeBrown.com. I will try to remember to put that in the show notes. And there is a link that says Burning Tarot Podcast. And what you'll see there is just like, it's just a blog and every episode has its own little blog post with a photo. And 
if you don't want to use your podcast software for listening to Burning Tarot, that tiffanyleebrown.com, that's also where you can go and just listen directly off my website. You can just click on play or stream or whatever it says, or you can click on download if you would like to get the whole episode downloaded to your device. Anyway, that's where you'll see the picture of your eight of coins. So eight of coins, dude, is um, he's sitting there with like a hammer and chisel and he is making his mark. He's a craftsperson. He is carving a pentacle shape onto a large coin. And there are eight, uh, sorry, seven other coins kind of crawling up along him and alongside him. And there's a tree at his back. So this tree forms this very solid connection between earth and sky. It connects our mind with our materiality. The tree could provide material for a craft, for example, or it could simply stand there being its majestic self. Way back in the background of this dude, there is, you know, a castle-y, mansion-y kind of building. So in order to do the great work, the work that is the craftsman's work to do, he has removed himself from the city or from the mansion of the castle, from the place where the people are and the feasting and the busyness. He's just removed himself from that so that he can really focus. He can just make this beautiful coin. It's a wonderful card. Because, yes, it acknowledges our materiality. Yes, it puts us in touch with our bodies. And, yes, it really puts us in touch with our creativity. We can make stuff, y'all. Real stuff. We can do that in a physical way. Uh, It's a wonderful time to actually literally be that craftsperson. Make a thing if you're somebody who knows how to make a thing with your hands, if you have functioning hands. If you're someone like me, your hands don't work all the time. You can't be knitting or whatever. But um, this is a great time to take, you know, take a little bit of solitude around your practices that have to do with creativity or even just work. So if you're going to cook a meal, maybe plan sometime this week to make one of those meals at least a really nice meal. And maybe kick everyone out of the kitchen or the whole downstairs or where, you know, it depends where you live, so that you can bask in silence or, hey, listen to your favorite podcast. That's what I do when I cook, <laughs> you know, and just enjoy it. Make sure you have enough time to cook the damn thing. So it's not one of these just rushed, oh, I just got home from work and we're doing, no, 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 no really do this for yourself or if you can literally knit a hat or a sweater well for heaven's sake sit down and do that feel your hands if you live someplace where gardening is possible this time of year or maybe you're doing um greenhouse work yeah dig it enjoy it and and smell the soil 
beneath your fingertips. This is a great time for all of us to get out there. Smell soil. Smell dirt. Smell the bark on a tree. Crush a dead pine needle and smell that. You know, if you don't have access to any of that, you know, smell your compost pile. Just find something. Houseplant. So this is all wonderful sensory stuff. Sensual, not necessarily in the sexual sense, although that's fine too, but in the the sense of our our senses coming alive, right? Uh, We live in a world that isn't like the setting of this card, which is some sort of you know, undefined medieval renaissance kind of Tarolandia where you would be, you know, hammering away with a hammer and chisel and making stuff by a castle. Nor are we in this, the world that um, that existed when Smith, Ryder, and Waite got together and made this tarot deck. And Pamela Coleman-Smith, the great pixie, illustrated these things that are still resonating all these years later. You know, their world was starting to look like our modern world, but they weren't bombarded by having a phone in their pocket. They weren't expected to know about all the world events all over the planet all the time instantly. They did not expect that of themselves. It was not possible. Now all that stuff is possible, Ain't it great, guys? Ain't it just so wonderful? Any war you want to follow, you can just follow it. So when we consult with these wonderful images, I think sometimes it can help us drop out of our current reality and be reminded that our current reality isn't very Earth-based at all. It's air. So the element of air sky, air, wind, etc., it is associated with our communications, uh, can be associated with mercurial energies. It's our words, it's our brains thinking our big thinky thoughts. It's our phones. It's our computers, it's our internets. God knows it's our internets. Um, and we have this long passage of Uranus, the planet Uranus, going through the earth sign, fixed earth sign of Taurus, which has really brought out the very uncomfortable contrast between big air and big earth. So when we get our earth cards, when we have our earth passages in our general mundane astrology of the world or our personal transit readings, It's a big reminder, like, if you were to look at this card in 1920, you'd really be having a different experience. If you were to look at an equivalent card, uh, you know, one of the earlier tarot decks of Marseille or something in 1508, you know, you wouldn't be thinking about the fact that you spent all day indoors, um, tapping away at a computer, you know, or um, checking people out at the grocery store or whatever it is you spend your day doing, you know. We have a lot of artists, creators, writers, activists, healers who listen to this podcast. I'm very grateful 
<clears throat> for having such a really cool bunch of people engaged with burning tarot. It makes me happy, you guys. Um, but a lot of us, you know, we really do end up dissociated from our earth selves, our body selves, our physical selves. So when we pull this eight, even if our work is kind of um, thinky, it happens up in our minds, we can at least use the eight as a reminder to get grounded first. And this whole reminder of like taking yourself out, out of the fray, getting away from the people in the castle so you can go do your thingy thing, right? So I used an example of um, kicking everybody out of the kitchen so that you can cook slowly using the ingredients you like. Or you can be like this guy outside of the city limits, right? You can go out in nature. If you're a writer, I know a lot of you are writers, um, you know, you're still going to be using your brain if you decide to connect with your writing self for your eight of coins moment. But go ahead and do your grounding first. You know, spend some time in nature, with nature, of nature. Uh, and if you are bedbound or housebound, as some of our listeners are, with chronic illness and such, <clears throat> this is a good time to hold a rock in your hand to ask someone to bring you some soil to sniff. And then, you know, all right, if writing is what you're going to do and you, you want to use your computer to do it, okay. But remember that you're of the body, of the material. Materiality is just getting this nice celebratory hit as we pull our eight of coins this week. Let's see, did I miss anything I wanted to blither blather about here? I think that just about, I think that's plenty, you know? Do your eight of coins thing. Enjoy your creativity. Enjoy working with your hands and or with the dirt if you can. With any raw materials of nature, including food items or something you might make a sculpture out of. Or just dig, you know, yard work, digging things away doesn't have to be something fancy, you know. Um, it's a better time to go hands-on with materials than to sit around making plans and doing research. If you sit around making plans and doing research, um, it may eventually come to fruition. But this is a, an especially good time to, to go with materials. So if you are literally an artist, you know, get out a lump of clay. Get out some paints. You don't have to be working on your masterpiece. I mean, if, if you've got a masterpiece going, sure, work on that. But if you don't, it's a perfectly good time to just experiment, play, enjoy. You know, enjoy that focus that you see little kids having when they, you know, they're able to, often they are able to block out all the hectic stuff around them and they just zero in on whatever they're making. Some of us are far more distractible than that. So the eight of coins might encourage us to put ourselves in a situation where we can focus. And if we're not working on, you know, the great masterwork thing, that's fine. It's fine. Just mess around with it. So get your hands dirty, physically if possible, metaphorically, if you're stuck with being a writer like I am. Uh, but I'm going to paint too, because why not? You know, grab some watercolors. No harm done. Um, and yeah, 
this should be this should be fun for some folks this energy will actually build on itself starting from this week and it'll get rolling and rolling and rolling and you'll you'll be feeling it months down the line you'll recognize that taking this time now made something happen this opens just this kind of window of good fortune into our making processes also tends to be a good time for money stuff so if you've been um putting off uh looking at your i don't know what do responsible adults do look at their retirement funds or something you know well maybe do that this week too you might have a nice clear head and and good fortune with regards to financial matters as well so hurrah hurrah huzzah there's our eight of coins eight of pentacles i wish you all a marvelous week if you are in need of a reading, pop on over to tiffanyleebrown.com. Click on the navigation link, menu link thingy that says shop. And there you can get an astrological or tarot card reading. Um, there's no wait for tarot right now. So if you buy one of those, I'll get back to you really quickly. And the wait time on natal charts for astrology... <sighs> is I don't really know. It's probably going to be at least a few weeks because I have a little stack of them. I take a lot of time and put a lot of energy and intuitive effort into the astrological charts. Uh, so if you want to do astrology with me, your first chart needs to be the birth chart, natal chart. And I do really put a lot of time into that. After that, we can kind of make it up as we go. You can get transit readings. We can look at something specific. But I've already done that kind of deep sinking into your chart. And like I said, that takes a while. And so they, they kind of stack up and you just have to wait. That's not something that I want to rush. Uh, if you want to go ahead and buy it, then you'll be on the waiting list. You'll be next in line. Um, I think that's it. Um, yeah. Much love to y'all. I'm T. This is Burning Tarot in the snow.